With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Yeah, so, I mean, as I sit here, I mean, I did about 100, and, no, no, not 100, I did about, like, what, way over, like, 200 episodes or so, and, you know, as I get this thing in my mail right here, how to regroup and re-expand your podcasting endeavors, seven ways to do so, hmm, yes, 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 because a lot of podcasters are not fulfilling or reaching their potential with their series, but as I sit here and I think about it, I know I got like five years of this particular show pretty much in the can, and that I know that I'm going to keep going as far as I need to go, because 500 episodes is usually the topper here, and at the same time, I'm looking at this crap, and I get this stuff in my email all the time, like like my potential, my potential, but at the same time, down here underneath this free ebook is a webinar that I can go ahead and I can spend like 200 bucks for. So that I can actually, you know, be the best I can be in the podcast game. Who the hell is lying to who here, for real? You know what? That is just the dumbest thing right there. Because these are people, once again, trying to make money. I hate gatekeepers. But I do love doing this series because... Welcome to the J-Man Show here on... J360 Radio! Hey, what's going on, J360 Legion? How are you all doing tonight? This is The J-Man Show, episode 214, hosted by J-Man, of course. And let me just tell you this. As I'm sitting here right now, the name of this whole episode here is called Imposter Syndrome Effect. And you see, the thing is, as I went ahead and told you that in the cold opening, yeah... Apparently, I get this crap in my mail. Using your podcast to the full potential. Uh, this is what podcasting should be. Um, this is the way... It, get the hell out of here. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, like, this, once again, I don't mind, like, people t- telling you techniques or telling you... Or giving you advice on what equipment to buy when you first start podcasting. Hell, I know most people just use their phone. But th- this kind of stuff right here, once again, it's undermining. Don't you think that if you have been podcasting for as, let's say, like, maybe about six months, I don't know why people have a hard time with it, but I, I guess because they don't see themselves as on the same level as somebody else or whatever. Once again, that's your first mistake. It- it's good to have mentorships of any kind. It's good to ha- have people that I know, like, you know, Montego Bradley from Fans on Patrol Podcast, S. Anthony Thomas, just to name a few. You know what I mean? These are people that I know. And then Joe Moffat, of course. And then, like, of course, if I don't mention him, he'll have a coronary about it. But Rob from the 3R Show. Like, there are so many people that I know and I've worked with that keep me going. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not worried about being on the same keel as them. Whereas I can go ahead and just do my own thing, which I've been doing. 
that's how you get some enrichment out of all this stuff. I've said this before on many different episodes. Like It's like they want us to all have the same setup, the same voice, and the same old thing. Don't you know that after a while, like, people will find a way to complain about stuff and not get things done? Like, like, listen to me. Like, think about it. If I started talking like somebody else and I started not utilizing my own voice, well, one thing, it wouldn't be J360 Radio anymore. It would be, like, whatever the hell that person is that has a percentage over me would, would go ahead and do and try to operate through me like maybe a mouthpiece or, like, a battery or something like that. You know, kind of like what Ego was trying to do to Star-Lord and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. You know what I mean? That would be the way that would go. And you can tell who's shilling and who's selling out at that point and long since um, forego their principles on things. Take a look at it like your favorite show from time to time, where it was like season one, they were hungry and they were going for it. But by the time like season three or season four or something like that, you can tell that they started to um, shift things a little bit. And it's not even the good shift. It might be a flanderization of sorts. It might be all sorts of other things that, you know, it's not the same tone as it would be. And to be fair, like, you know, when things evolve and they grow, you know, it might not be the same tone. It might not be a whole lot. Like, there are times, like, when I look at the first season of the J-Man show, you know, I was a little bit more subdued. But then after a while, I started to really, really get annoyed by things and then speak my piece on stuff. And I know, like, the growth was there. First three episodes are kind of different than, like, whatever you're getting right now. But that's just the way it grows. And not to mention, like, I've gotten older since. So you never know what the change will be. Next thing you know, I'll probably be like Paul Harvey after a while and really, really senile. But I still got to get the words out. <laughs> not to throw stones at Paul Harvey, but you get my whole thing. But as I see this right here and I see, like, all these kind of things, it's always good to learn a new technique. But the way they word this stuff and the way they send this stuff out here or the way like me dealing with that D-bag over there for, for like that live streaming scenario, which is at, at best, you're just supposed to distribute. You don't worry about what the hell my content is, you know, like like a gaming operation. Are we really that? You know, I had this radio station for a while now. What, what about that? Or the documentaries I made, which did get aired in state institutions, by the way. You know, it's like no matter what it is, somebody else out there always has like this prejudgment or they have this stupid thing in their mind that just comes out of nowhere. It just says it wrong. And then there's everything wrong about it. And then you who has this company or whatever the commodity in question is, you got to go do damage control for your own company because this person doesn't even know what the hell they're talking about. You know what I'm saying? That's the evil side of it. That's just bad PR all over the place. Some people, while they're pretty good at what they do, they're not good at selling and marketing their own stuff. That's where sometimes, you know, the PR firms need to come into play. But hell, how many how many other PR firms are out here that don't try to rob you or take an arm and a leg or maybe even your testicles <laughs> if you are uh, equipped with that? Just Just for a quick buck. You understand what I'm saying? Me, I do it all. Because I've had experience in it all, and I work with that kind of way. You understand what I'm saying? Now, there are times where there's either bad growth, or then there's times when there's no growth. But I always figure out a way to re-strategize and reassess. I do it on my own. <laughs> and that's just the way that goes. And then, like, if I have staff on board and stuff, you know, I like to hear from them. I don't like yes-men people, and I don't like, well, yes-men people. <laughs> you know, I don't like yes-people. I don't like sycophants. I like things that challenge and i like to go ahead and go on with that challenge but i don't like naysayers either 
You see what I'm saying? The ones that say no to everything, the ones that don't try for anything. And, and you know, it's just like after a while, you got to get that medium. You got to get everybody to work together. That's the thing. But some people like to disrupt stuff just because they can. And then some people like to go on this whole tangent like you're not good enough or you're not getting that max right there. But you know you are, though. You know what I'm saying? You would know that vibe and that feeling. And see, with all this social media crap and all this other stuff that comes out of the woodwork, you can be shadow banned. You can be hit by the algorithm multiple times. The algorithm won't leave you alone. All sorts of that. When that stuff starts to generate and it starts to come out of the woodwork, then all of a sudden, you know, it's nullified because you're not listening to your vibe anymore. You're listening to what they tell you. And then all of a sudden, imposter syndrome becomes a bigger deal. And you see, the, the companies that make this stuff, they see nothing wrong with what they're doing because it's control. You know? It's manipulation of the... It, it is a mass ma- manipulation of the highest form when they do this kind of stuff. You know, there are reasons why I have that DM marketing set up on Instagram. Because in a way, I'm getting around through that Facebook algorithm as I go about it. But I also know that it's it's a personal touch. It's a message between J360 Productions and whoever the listeners and viewers are. I'm not spamming your stuff. I'm marketing myself while at the same time introducing who I am and what I'm all about. That's the beauty of it. And hopefully I'm pretty damn entertaining about it as I go on. But then there are people out there like, why did you send me this? You know why I sent you that. You know exactly why I sent you that. Don't be on your high horse just because at the end of the day, you want to be like this whole thing. I get it. Robocallers are all over the place. But I'm not that kind of person. You understand what I'm saying? If you submitted something and you wanted to go ahead about marketing in your way too, I'd probably look at that and give you the support I can give you. Because I believe that, guess what? We're the new market. We're the ones that are taking over. As a matter of fact, why do you think Hollywood steals our stuff? Why do you think that any of these established institutions out here take from us and then got the nerve, got the nerve to try to file a and desist at us? You know what I mean? Why do you think that they all try to play this game? Because they're not creating anything. Those mother effers are comfortable. They're out there. They chilling. They like this kind of stuff. Whether they blow it on coke or try to snort something out of somebody else's ass. And let's just be honest. They do those little parties and stuff like that. And then, you know, God help you if they get caught. Sure, the Me Too movement is still floating around out there. But they're still partying it up. And you know they are. Think about it. It's just all the same. Lepers don't change their spots. That's what they do. That whole that that whole pandering, laziness, tiresome, uh, trying to um, once again marginalize things. Yes, keep in mind of this word because we're going to use it a lot. It was also going to be the title of this episode. But this stuff is nothing more than marginalizing. They want to pander to a certain select because guess what? That's what's talking right now. And at the same time, ruin a bunch of films. And not even just the new films that come along, but they bring back the old IPs. And they start cutting them up. And they start making these 20-year sequels that do nothing more than make a joke of the predecessor, especially the original one that, you know, was universally loved. That was made on a shoestring budget. That had nothing but guile and drive for it. But they ruin it with this crap. With these identity politics and all this other stuff. Because guess what? It's a cash cow because they know we'll buy it. They know that they don't have to work hard to do it. And in doing so, while we argue and we go on our blogs and we go on our 
podcasts or whatever. And then all of a sudden, instead of owning up to it, then it becomes a complete backlash because we're the fans. Oh, yeah, we paid the money for it. But guess what? We're also the problem. That kind of nonsense. That's gaslighting. And then not to mention, like, the whole thing with that book that I was looking at a few minutes ago, which, by the way, free ebook. Of course, you know, as I looked at it, I just went ahead and threw it away. That whole thing right there ain't nothing but gaslighting, too. Because it's like this. When you really want to podcast something or you really want to make content, I always ask you this. And this is my little criteria. What do you have to say? What do you have to say? There's problems going on. There's an issue over there. There's no art programs in school. What do you got to say? And if you go ahead and you're like, um, well, I, um, see, and that's just a start because the ums will go away on their own unless you really need to use that, which by the way, I use it. I don't give a damn. You don't tell me how to talk. I talk the way I want to talk and I speak pretty damn well. And you see, the thing is, is that, like, when I started this show, you know, yeah, I talked about the MCU. Yeah, I talked about the things that go on around here because it's happening in my time and I'm allowed to talk about it. There's nothing that I'm not allowed to talk about. Just like when that old dude was losing his, um, you know, losing his grapes and having a coronary when I spoke about, you know, this person on OnlyFans and their shady business practices and calling out a content creator on their behavior, but he went ahead and thought I was talking about the whole website. And, you know, I guess I was messing with his F-stubs or something. Because who knows what the hell he probably gets out of it. Probably rubbing and stroking his um old peens to some of y'all attractive women out there. And men. You never know. And men. <laughs> but once again, I don't give a damn. You know, because I do my own thing. I've always done my own thing. I don't need validation. And I don't need to be marginalized by anybody because i keep going i work in radio tv and film and well you can consider with jams music and photography that's what you can do you know what i'm saying and like it's not just one thing i'm in all sorts of mediums because i eat sleep and breathe this business even when i work at a day job even when i do freelance work even when like you know it's my day off i'm still on but i like it and I love it. It's a labor of love. And I wouldn't want to do anything else. Whereas like other people, they're in this because guess what? They try to, they, they want to go into this industry. They want to go into this industry here. And they want to do the most less amount of work as possible. They want to go ahead and they want to just get renowned, get known and all that other stuff. But see, the thing about it is when you get renowned and known, there's always going to be somebody out there that doesn't like you. There's always going to be somebody out there that just really think you suck. And they're going to look at your stuff and they're going to go ahead and they're going to look just like a Weeble or all this other stuff that you can think of. That's what they do. That's what people in general are like. That's that's the public. But you see, the thing is, if you can make your peace with that and you just keep on going. And there could be somebody else out there who's in the same industry you are, but... They probably have more followers and all that kind of stuff. And then they come and act like they really like what you're doing and stuff like that. And then at the same time, they try to twist and take from you to go ahead and apply to themselves. Well, you know what? Parasites like that are all over the place anyway, too. But you see, the thing is, you got to be mindful of that because you can call them out on it. Because as you keep doing your stuff and you keep growing and you're showing that you got staying power. Well, you know, they start to get a little itchy then because they don't know what else to do. They don't know how to expand their shows. They don't know how to allow themselves to, you know, 
stay relevant. Whereas with me, myself, I reinvent myself all the time. And not only that, but I also know, like, the best way I can get revenge on any sort of content creators or any sort of people out here that don't like what I do or those that try to pass around the the feeling and the vibes or the gaslighting or all this imposter syndrome BS, keep doing shows. Keep doing the J-Man show. Matter of fact, the J-Man show should be the really scariest thing you've ever seen because it ain't stopping. I know. I work on it. It's never going to end. Matter of fact, I'm sure, like, you know, even even when I'm in the box, my nephews or nieces will probably continue on the day of show in my honor. You never know. <laughs> it will never stop until maybe I stop. And I said maybe, because I got a lot of nieces and nephews, and you never know. Uh, who's to say that at some point there probably won't be a cub that looks like J-Man out there running around and happily, happily has the suffix junior next to it. Or even then, it could be a female version of me out there too. It is what it is. But, you know, that being said, uh, <laughs> you, you really, really don't know right off on that sort of keel. But then again, you know, like, uh, just saying. But <laughs> doing the J-Man show, obviously, is my response to all this crazy stuff around here. You know, all these things that go on. Like, I don't get imposter syndrome because I don't have time for it. But I remember a long time ago when I was doing just the films, I kind of felt that way. You know, I kind of felt it. But at the same time, I'm making newer material. New material is hard to market and sell. Especially, like supermarkets go through this crap all the time you know with their brands and stuff but i gotta stay focused on what i'm trying to get out here towards you guys and i do it every week man i embrace the grind i keep pushing i i stay on it you see what i'm saying because guess what if a, a one and done ain't gonna help you flashing the pan is not a good response just like even doing the power play right now you know like the power play is going on youtube it's going by the twos right now but I'm trying to think if I should change that because, I mean, this is like 20, this is like a 22 episode show. And episode 22 will be coming around tomorrow. So I'm thinking this, as Thursday is a power play day and Sunday is a power play day, let's just go ahead and try to get that catalog up there. And that way, like, that whole thing will sit right there. And, you know, as you guys catch it from time to time, hopefully you enjoy it. But I'm still going to keep going with that because, you know, I have reasons for doing that show. That's that's the beauty of it. There's a reason to do that show. And it's like, you know, even with the Cyclone back in the day, there was a reason to do that show. Yeah, sure, I have a love-hate relationship with it, but, you know, I still created it. You understand what I'm saying? But it wasn't an imposter syndrome kind of thing. I did it because I wanted to do it again. And then, like, with the J-Man show, the J-Man show is, well, I've already mentioned that, it's not going to stop. And I still see, like, 500 episodes being that, you know, that if factor. But you never know. There might be a 501 afterwards. And who knows? It might be in a whole different medium. It is what it is. But I love doing it, and I'm going to carry on through it. And I always say this. What do I have to say? I have a lot to say. Even as I go through my narratives and growth, you know? That's the way you got to feel about it. And, and like when it gets down to podcasting, content creating and stuff, just remember, you know, you might not get that hundred views or if you get that hundred or so views and stuff like that. And then you always wonder how the hell you're going to measure up to that. Well, you know, once again, stop trying to measure up to it. Just do what you love to do. 
Try to go hard for yourself. Try to go ahead and promote yourself out there heavy and just be unapologetic about it. Like when some people come up with, why'd you send me this? You ain't got to respond to them. You just keep going. You just keep going. Or they go ahead and they try to push you off to their label. Or they go ahead and have this hierarchy standard of things. I'm like, nah, 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 fool. You're just a person on the internet like me. Get over yourself. You know? You got to slap them down sometimes. And just like when some people come out of the woodwork or or try to say, Twitch ain't generic. Twitch is messed up, yes. I will agree that Twitch is messed up. It has its problems. The terms of services are poorly defined. But then again, so are all these other social media networks out here. They're all poorly defined, and they know they got you by the bobbit because guess what? You got to show off all these things about your life, don't you? Mm Mm-hmm. That's how they know they got you. But you see, the thing about it is, with Twitch, it's just an outlet like anything else. YouTube Live, an outlet like anything else. Restream, an outlet like anything else. And the same with Squadcast and, of course, um, you know, StreamYard. These are things to remember. But there are tools that we choose to use. And I mean, you know, I I just uh, shake my head with a lot of that kind of stuff. I mean, like, as I use them and stuff, I just want to have a good time and make great content. Because there are things I feel as though I need to talk about. I'm not worried about whether you made a video. You know, if I make a video on Jurassic World and somebody's making a video on Jurassic World Part 3, which is supposed to be coming soon, so? the hell do I care? You know? It just doesn't have to happen in that same week. But people go too far with their nonsense. Which is why at the same time, like, think about it. Like, okay, there are communities around us. There's podcast community, filmmaking community, uh, radio broadcasting community. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, like, photography community for one. All those kind of things. And you see, I'm a part of those. But I have to always realize, guess what? I ain't running with the pack on those. I'm trying to stand out. And then as I stand out, well, you know what? Here we go. We throw them up there. But, you know, it doesn't take much for somebody else out there with more followers to come along and probably try to steal that technique from you. But you're going to have to think about this. They can't really steal your technique entirely. They can copy it at best, but they can't steal it entirely because if you just focus on yourself and you keep evolving your stuff, people are going to know where it comes from because that person is going to run out of ideas quick. You'll be surprised. It's only going to hurt them. But you yourself, you stay focused on you, your mind, your business, knuckle down, do what you got to do. It's just like that person that tried to um, flip a flip a bitch and tried to act like uh, Jams was a copy of his work, which at the same time, I never engaged his content. So there's no way I could have copied off of him. And even if I copied off of anybody, I think it would be like, what, top 40? And even then, God, where, where have we been without top 40 and stuff like that? A lot of radio stations are based off of top 40. But this is my keel. This is what I do. And I just carried on. And now we're at 30 episodes. And we're about to go ahead and cross into another threshold. You understand what I'm saying? And if we reach 100 episodes before the next anniversary, that is going to be sick. And I can't wait to do it. But I'm never going to stop doing what I love to do. See, and, and everybody and their whole Insta fame and all this stuff. You'll realize that some of this stuff is fake. Actually, quite a lot of it's fake. You know, Joan Rivers, God rest her soul, is a lot more real <laughs> than any of that stuff. And people take it for granted. They act like this is the end-all, be-all, man. These are just tools to help get the brand and get all this content out here. 
They're just tools. Use the tools. And the people that I managed to meet over the years, and, you know, they're counting on me to give them a good show and stuff. I mean, what would it be like if I gave into, let's just say if I wasn't me, and I gave into, like, these things, and I did, like, Flash in the Pan stuff, or I did, like, every so often you had, like, an episode, or, you, you know what I mean? Like, what what if I started doing that, that you know, that, that weak, weak way of doing things? Like, just, you know, tapping around and all that kind of stuff. That, that's not the way. That's not how you learn anything. That's opportunist BS right there. What you do is you carry on. Now, are there times where I have moments where I'm like, gee, what is this episode going to be about? Oh, yeah. I have moments like that. Any real creator would. But you do know, if you really know your stuff enough, you got an episode right there in front of you. You just got to put your finger on it. You just got to know where it's coming from. And then just go ahead and try to see if it really measures up to what you're trying to say, especially if you do the research behind it. You understand my drift? Like, I try to get us away from all that COVID stuff out there. I try to get us away from all that misinformation. Because I did an episode on it one time where I was like, be careful what you listen to from time to time. Because some people do this because they either want to troll or they either want to go ahead and stir up the pot. Or they like to happily throw their narrative around where at the same time it's like you'll realize that that narrative could get you killed because that's their little issue. And you see, like, now this Delta variant floating around and people are so afraid of going back into lockdown. But at the same time, people weren't doing the right thing to do anyway, which would be to get checked and stay safe and all that kind of stuff. People were partying and socializing, drinking out in public and all this stuff anyway. They were out doing things above and beyond what the CDC said them because... The reason why this stuff's still floating around like it is and it has mutated so far is because people are idiots. And even now, like, oh, I think you should go get the vaccine. Oh, I'm not getting the vaccine because blah, blah, blah. I'm not getting the vaccine because... People have, like, a list of ten things of why they won't do anything. Where the one thing to really, really just be like this, you just don't want to. You just don't want to. Okay? You can go far and wide with that stuff, but... It's because you don't want to. And that's your prerogative. But a lot of people now are mandating the fact that, hey, if you don't get vaccinated, uh, you, you won't get to do any of this stuff. Which is kind of a crazy way of doing things, too. I Like, you know, by all means, I mean, we, we get free will. A lot of us get free will, and we don't really use that free will right. You know, like working at a job for like six months and making sure like stuff is taken care of so that you're able to go ahead and do things for time on end and stuff like that. Or make sure you have your like your money saved up. So like in case things get rough, you're covered. That should be a thing. But you always got something that tells you flash sale. Oh, yeah. Come get this. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, that thing you were looking for, it's finally 75 percent off so you can get it. And that stuff's out there. It's always out there to manipulate and try to control you. And that's the sad part about it. Whereas I look at things nowadays and I'm like, I always try to think of if it's worth it. And I always like this. If it's going to help me out in the end, yeah, it'll be worth it. If there's a, if it's going to help me with my goal, it's worth it. And that's the way I feel about these things. But I also know, like, some of y'all can't even handle rejection. You can't handle criticism. You can't handle all that stuff. I mean, if you got a problem with power play number four, let me tell you this. Power play number five is coming up. 
And if you got a problem with that one, well, here comes 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, and so on and so forth. All the way up to 100 because you had a problem with that and I didn't stop. You understand? Because everything's worth it all. And, you know, it's funny. I love it. The irony, too. Oh, you know, it's the, is the video game thing really the only thing? It's so stupid. It's like anytime I work on the power play, now people have a problem with video games. But when I don't work on the power play, oh, y'all are over there with PewDiePie, Markiplier, and all the rest of these people. I'm like, are you friggin' serious? Or like, say like, you know, I talk about like how, you know, who I'm in love with for a little bit. Let's just say that for an example. Somebody will come up and try to say, hey man, I'm a little sensitive. And I'm like, once again, Hey, heaven forbid I fall in love, but that says a lot more about me than you, pal. And the truth is, is that, guess what? It's my business if I talk about it. It's my chose, you know, my choice, I should say. I try to get my words right here. Like, or, or say, like, if I wanted to talk about, like, you know, how things are growing on Discord, and then somebody has a problem with that. This is why, at the same time, understand the public. The public is ignorant the public is scared the public doesn't know what the hell it wants half the damn time and guess what you're a part of it so to hell with the public sometimes do your own damn thing and i'm not saying like men going their own way i'm not saying that meme and stuff or i'm not saying women going their own way and that meme either or hell non-binary going their own way i'm just saying do your thing like, you know what I mean? Like, what what's really important to you is what should override all this stuff. And I don't worry about too much because I know, like, what I'm worthy about. It's like how I got rejected by Lionsgate, you know, mostly to help out with distribution. And I had flying colors to be in there, but they still found a way to go ahead and say, oh, we don't want you. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> up yours. I went ahead and applied for Discovery. That's how it goes. You know? Like, yeah, sure. You gotta know how to handle rejection. And then at the same time, the more you just stay resilient with this stuff, the less you start worrying about imposter syndrome, the less you wor- stop worrying about how people try to compare you to other people's stuff, which is, you know, is already evil in general. You're not supposed to be comparing people like that in the first place. But, you know, we, we get that throughout all of our lives as kids, you know. Whereas, like, if it's, if it's not our parents doing it, it's the teachers that are around us that do it. And then, like, you know, our peers, our peers do it. And that's how we get into, like, school fights. Or at least in my day, that's how you got in a school fight. Um, it's just really, 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 really sad out there. It's not even just sad, it's pathetic. Like, some of the stuff that I see around here, like... I look at it all. I mean, I see people with a lot of talent that just flows off of them. Or I see what a lot of potential that flows off of them. But they either hang out with the most ignorant amount of people. Or they just get suckered into, like, some other holes that they can't get out of. Or they just feel as though, like, you know, they're trapped within themselves. And it's just, like, I understand it because there were times that I had that. But, you know, I had to get over it in order to be the leader of J360 Productions. And ever since I got over it, I don't think about it much. But I do see, like, how other people go through it. I do see, like, how there are some people who are better content creators than me. And they're out there and they're just pissing it away. 
And I just look at him and I'm like, there's a better way to go about all this stuff. Why don't you just knuckle down and do your work? Why don't, instead of just hanging out with that dick over there, you go ahead and you do something a little bit better for yourself. It's little things like that. You know? But, once again, I can't tell you how to live and I can't tell you how to do things. But I can say this, though. As you go about things and you do those certain circumstances, you made the final decision. That was your choice. That was all you wanted to do. And if you wanted to do that kind of stuff, the only thing I can do is grit and bear it. But it's not me. I still got a company to build. And I still got shows to put on. And I still got a lot of living to do. And pretty much just go ahead and take a look at Hollywood and say, you know what? I can fix parts of this. I can go ahead and make some changes here. But I got to get rid of all the scumbags that are up there stinking up the joint. And the best way to do that is is for me to keep making my own material and going ahead and showing them that J360 Productions is alive and well and ain't stopping anytime soon. (laughs) You get my drift. But, you know, that's a story for another adventure, however. And that's all I got for you guys for, like, episode 214. So, you know... Here we go from here. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. Jams. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's talk about jams. Friday nights belong to jams. Jams is coming back this week, baby. 29. Yes. The second wave of great music continues. And I like seeing how things are progressing. Uh, as of right now, it is still at 40. Good Lord. Is that 46 or 48? Okay. The deadline has passed. There's no more tracks that need to be on this episode. This episode is done, as a matter of fact far as I know. So, if you submit anything at this point, that is going on episode 30. Episode 30 will be floating around in two weeks. If you did not make the cut for 29, but you send something, it's going on 30. And I'm going to let you all know, 30 is a milestone episode. Who knows? We'll probably break 50 for that. But this particular episode, 29, it's complete, people. (laughs) Ease up. Ease up. I'm just letting you know. And, you know, as we go about this, of course, it'll happen at 10, just like every single J360 show does. And um, we're going to have a good time, so you just make sure you bring your festivities, your brews, and your humor, and we're going to have a great time. You can actually join in on the online chat, and we'll just go ahead and we'll just talk it up, you know? And uh, as for the expansion of that, well, uh, (laughs) I was going to mention it tonight, but um, nah, y'all can wait. So you stay tuned on that one, okay? But until then, though, this is the J-Man signing off. I got to get going. So I will catch you all tomorrow on the Power Play. So take care of yourselves. Peace.